0: Coffee break, where Helena comes to talk. I am Troy Shockley, and this is the Coffee Break podcast. Thanks for joining our chat today. Coffee break brought to you by Cochrane Insurance. And we're opening the show and closing the week with Kurt Sinus this morning. Kurt not just a local sports historian; he is the local sports historian. It's a good friend, a fantastic human being. Kurt, thanks for taking some time to chat with us today.
1: Hey, good morning, Troy. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah. For the three people out there who might not know you, uh, can you introduce yourself (laughs) a
1: little bit? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Ask me no questions, I'll tell you no lies. Well, okay, so I I started out um, as a child. No. <laughs> Me too. Um, yeah. So, uh, we're been working for the paper, newspaper, uh, independent record for uh, twenty-two years. Started out as freelance, and then worked my way up part time, and then got into full time about the mid about twenty oh seven I suppose, and then uh, um, started out just. Uh, uh writing about uh sports history local sports history and local veterans and then hooked up with the sportsman sports department as a full-time sports writer and I did that up until a couple years ago and then I transitioned to part-time and now I'm back to freelancing
0: yeah and and you've been involved with sports for a long time and how you've been involved you know, you, your family goes back in uh in the the Helena area for how many generations 3 4
1: well, I'm the fifth. My, my okay. generation's the fifth. My great-great-great-grandparents uh, homesteaded from Norway up uh, over the North Hill. Original homestead was right over the North Hill. And then uh, my great-great-grandparents uh, homesteaded below the sleeping giant in 1889. And uh, we've been here ever since.
0: Yeah. Well, everybody in town knows a sinus. Somebody knows a sinus somewhere in town. And uh, you know, as, yeah. as you said, you've been involved in uh, in, in sports. I mean, it, it certainly became a niche for you. I mean, why do you love that so
1: much? Well, you know, when I uh, I was a painter for a long time, but I. I uh, just kind of got hooked on the, the research. I was research researching some stats um, up at the Montana Historical Society for uh, wrestling, Helen High wrestling I, that was my sport and uh, um, so I wanted to, I completed the stats when my nephew was wrestling, went to his banquet and uh, saw the stat sheet that John and him, and Emmert had put together, but it was incomplete. So I decided to to complete that, and I just kind of got hooked on it. And it, um, when I first submit my when I submitted my first article, I didn't even know how to com- use a computer yet. <laughs> uh, I borrowed my mom's computer and wrote a story. But um, it just combined my uh, hobbies, which were you know uh, history, sports, researching, and stats. And uh, just put them all together, all together, and uh, that's how I got started. I
0: don't, I, I don't know how you remember all this stuff, but you have an encyclopedic knowledge of uh, Helena sports history, and it, it's such a great thing to look back and find connections in the past. And I, I guess this season certainly going to give you something to drop in a calendar in future years. Some amazing accomplishments and performances under uh, obviously a, a, a very different setting.
1: Exactly, yeah. No, the, um, you know, the Capital High Volleyball and uh, what they've done with that, you know, breaking that record for for uh, consecutive volleyball wins and uh, three-peat, and, uh, you know, there was a lot of history made, like you say, under uh, bizarre circumstances. You yeah, know, speak, we, yeah, we had some good soccer history, performances
0: we, this year. We had uh, yeah. We had a lot of stuff.
1: Plus, Cross country, Helena High mm-hmm. Girls, uh, you know, and uh, we had that national champion, college uh, wrestling champion, Nick Coons for Northern, mm-hmm. uh, which was a first for Helena, uh, collegiate champion. So, yeah, the, and it's never, like you say, it's never ending. Yeah, you know, there's always just, something
0: happening. Here in uh, Helena Sports, we've got a lot of great young athletes. Um, we're chatting this morning with yeah. Kurt Sinis. He's uh, he's Helena's sports historian, and he's got a calendar. Uh, it's the this is the fifth year now, Kurt.
1: Yep, this is my fifth annual.
0: Okay. And h- how and, did that uh, get started? I mean, you, this is a 13 month calendar. It's full of photos and stories of uh, you know folks that have competed in various sports here in Helena throughout uh, Helena's history it's not just the last year or it's not current you, you go back and there's all sorts of time frames here
1: H- how did that get started well I just kind of started it to supplement my income because you know you were a sports writer you know yeah you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, know you, you know you know what the paycheck is like so uh I just uh, started in you know and it uh extended my interests, and uh, um, so I just want to, uh, it was another way to recognize uh, the local athletes, uh, past and present, and uh, so, yeah, that's, uh, just took it from there. Yeah,
0: how, how long does that, put, you know, and
1: I, go ahead, Kurt, go ahead, I was going to just tell you how it, long it, it
0: takes to put it together, it, it must, I mean, it, there's there's a lot of work involved here.
1: Yeah, and I can tell you it's getting to be harder and harder work. Yeah. <laughs> just because just because my brain doesn't work like it used to and you know, I can't put things together as quickly as I used to. But yeah, it you know, I start working on it well and uh this was the each year I start working on it earlier and get it done, uh you know, try to to try to get it done earlier. Yeah. But uh you know, it's almost uh well, I and I am gonna have more time now you know, now that I'm uh, down to 10 hours a week, which is fine. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it you know, it takes some work.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this is uh, Kurt Sinnes that we're chatting with this morning here on Coffee Break, and he's got the Capital City Sports Greats Calendar out for 2021. And there are, uh, there's there's I guess, it's, I think it's three stories and three uh, athletes for each month. How do you figure out who goes in there?
1: Well, it's kind of uh, uh, random, and I try to um stick with the seasons uh you know whatever uh each month uh, whatever seasonal sport is going on and i you know uh i i focus on capital high and helena high and i try to balance out between the two schools and also between the genders and then i you know try to cover the gamut of the sports and also the second tier sports you know like uh gymnastics we you know gymnastics used to be a, a sanctioned sport so i have a gymnast in there this year yeah, rodeo first
0: page i think that's your first uh i think that's your first one that first right. page is gymnastics football and rodeo I, I, if that doesn't show the diversity
1: right. right right and uh so yeah that's uh just try to you know like i've like i've always tried to done is try to just spread it out and try mm-hmm. to cover as many sports, as many athletes as I can. And, you know, not just the greatest, you know, but, you know, everybody. Yeah. Well,
0: and and <laughs> which, if you have an interest <laughs> in in Helena history, in, in sports, how, this is a fantastic calendar. It really, really is. And, you know, I've, I've read through a little bit of it. Um, I had no idea that handball used to be a high school sport.
1: Well, it was not a high school sport, okay. uh, tried. Not, not in a, so, sa- but not a sanctioned I, sport? Not a sanctioned okay. sport, no. But I do have, but I did, uh, this is my first uh, handball player in the calendar, and uh, that was uh, Ken Rudio. And he did all the sports. You know, he was like a five-sport athlete. But uh, I wanted to do his handball because he won, you know, several open state championships.
0: Yeah, it's super interesting. And- random, random sports trivia for you, Kurt. Tug of War used to be an Olympic event. There's one for you to file away. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I saw you I yeah. know, flipping through. you're gonna Folks are going to see, if you've been in or around Helena for any amount of time, you're going to see last names that you recognize, uh, you know, parents, grandparents right. of uh, current or recent athletes um I, I i was flipping through i saw you got bill right. darcy in this one so shout out going out to bill this
1: yes minute. yes that's right bill darcy is like a an icon yeah. uh local icon with uh and you know spe- uh, speaking of a sports encyclopedia um, that's true bill yeah. darcy is bill darcy is somebody that i could uh, always pick uh, his brain for stuff
0: well i i love it was a great
1: at- great athlete.
0: He was. And and I love reading through the stories. And uh, I'll admit, I read uh, the end of the book. I read the last chapter. uh, Curly O'Leary, a great little story that I didn't (laughs) know anything about.
1: Yeah, Curly O'Leary was the youngest brother of the Fighting O'Leary's, which were uh, kind of a big name back in the 50s. And they had, um, of the five brothers, five or six brothers, Uh, four or five of them were state gold glove champions and he was the he was the youngest of that lineage and then uh, he had a nephew that was a gold glove champion so um yeah
0: all sorts of stuff tough guy yeah all sorts of stuff in this calendar um neat neat picture too I, i like you know as much as Reading the stories, it's kind of fun to, to see which photo you dug up of uh, of these folks, especially the, uh, the the athletes that were competing, uh, you know, decades ago. The pictures are sometimes fun.
1: Right. Yeah, I love the picture of Glenn Wall going up for a header and soccer. <laughs> former Capital High coach.
0: That's true. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and athlete yeah. as well. Right.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah, he was. Capital's first collegiate uh, soccer player to go and play uh soccer college.
0: Kurt Sinis with us on coffee break this morning. His Capital City Sports Greats calendar for 2021 is out. How uh Kurt how do how do people get a look at these? How do they how do they get a hold of one? It's a pretty good Christmas gift if they're looking for that last minute Christmas gift.
1: Yeah, they're on display at my wife's shop, who's one of my sponsors, down at the Buzz Boutique, 424 North Last Chance Gulch, and I'll be signing uh, uh, tonight, four to six, and then in the morning, uh, Saturday morning, tomorrow morning, 10 to noon, and uh, they're $20 each, or four for 70, and uh, 10% of the profits go to uh, the Capitol High and Helena High Booster Clubs. Or people can PM me at my Facebook page, or they can text me, 594-2878.
0: Okay, so uh, head on down to Buzz Boutique and uh, get yourself one of these calendars. Kurt, I can't have you on and not ask you what we're going to see in this next year. Maybe, maybe we'll do short-term uh, in this next uh, next season. <laughs> the Capitol High girls basketball team has to be a, a, a pretty good lock to make a another run at another title.
1: Well, I hope to shout. Yeah. yeah. I got 3D1 players. You <laughs> got 3D1 players on that team. So.
0: That doesn't yeah, happen very often in in Helena. I mean, we put a lot of athletes no. into colleges, but it's, you know, it's one on a team, you know, or two on a Boy, team. You, to have three at the same time is pretty special.
1: Is that like a stacked deck try? Well, <laughs> I, I don't know
0: how you would stack they, it anymore.
1: If they don't make the finals, you got to scoop yeah, as far as, as far as I'm concerned.
0: Yeah, it's going to be another great sports season here in the Capital City, and it's going to give Kurt more ammunition for uh, his future calendars, <laughs> which is a good thing. The My Capital Father. City Sports Greats Calendar for 2021. It's the fifth annual looking at local athletes past and present. Kurt, thanks for taking time. Thanks for hanging with us, and thanks for keeping uh, history of uh, sports here in Helena alive.
1: Thanks, Troy, and Merry Christmas. Yeah. Thanks for having
0: me. Yeah, same to you and to your wife. Tell her hi for me. Uh, We've got more Coffee Break. Vice versa. We've got more Coffee Break. It's coming up. I just wanted to step away from the show for a few seconds to tell you that if you miss an episode, you can always catch up. We're on iTunes, so find our show there or swing by, coffeebreak959.podbean.com local and area events city state and national officials your neighbors doing incredible things we talk to them all on coffee break where helena comes to talk
2: in today's always on world your business demands a simpler approach to network security at Blackfoot Communications, we deliver state-of-the-art security solutions from the perimeter to end-point devices and remote data backup for businesses across Montana. Ensure your company's network is online all the time. For more information, visit goblackfoot.com security.
0: This is also 2020 where our uh, roulette of the uh, the phone lines while well, we lost Again, this morning, but I, I still got John on my phone. We're going to do this speakerphone style. So you might need to turn John up a little bit on your radio just to make sure that we can uh, get this information out. He, of course, with the Lewis and Clark library, lots of stuff happening out there. Uh, John, how are you?
2: We're doing fine, Troy. Thanks for
0: calling this morning. Yeah, I sure appreciate you taking the time. And uh, a few weeks ago, you decided to close branches of the library for in-person browsing. And that's kind of been the decision you've had to evaluate and reevaluate kind of daily during the last while, isn't it?
2: It, it is actually. Um, we we have a, a committee here at the library that works closely with the Lewis and Clark County Health Department, and uh, we're we're just working under their advisement right now on uh, when to reopen uh, for in person browsing. And I think we're a ways out from that right now.
0: Yeah. So your various branches, sprinted. There's still every, everything is still closed down for in person.
2: In-person, yeah. You can still come in and pick up your holds if you've put something on hold on the library catalog or called us uh, to put something on hold for you, but there's just no in-person browsing at any of our branches right now.
0: Okay. but And you pointed that out, and I think that's important to let folks know. The library is it, it's closed with an asterisk because people can right. still get books. They can still uh, There are still ways for them to check things out.
2: Absolutely. You can uh, check physical items out, or you can go online, go to our catalog, uh, go our downloadable materials and check out an ebook or an audio book Uh, there's lots of opportunities to use the library
0: okay so i mean it's been a tough time but you've been working to help folks out because obviously you know people are looking for things to do when uh, they're they're not going out they're you know trying to stay at home as much as possible And i know one thing you were doing was the book bundle i think that that was for kids right
2: Yep. Uh, we're still doing book bundles. Um, we're also doing um, like a personal shopper uh, program right now too. So if you uh, called us, we could uh, send you a form and you tell us what you're interested in and we can go into the library and pick stuff up for you and put it in a bag.
0: I like it. So it's kind of, uh, you're, you're giving guidelines or we are giving guidelines as, uh, as patrons, but then you go and pick stuff out. It's, it's a little bit of a uh, unboxing and a mystery to find out what we get. Exactly. Yeah, kind of yeah. Have you been hearing from folks? I mean, what's been the response to that?
2: Oh, I think people are loving it. Um, just the the fact that uh, um, they're they're able to kind of have somebody browse for them
0: um, and uh, maybe see something new. It's 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 been good. Yeah, and we're we're talking this morning with John Finn from the Lewis and Clark Library, and you do have a lot of movies at the library as well. And I'm guessing the run on Christmas movies has been going on for a little bit.
2: Oh, I'm sure. I, I have not actually taken a look uh, to see what, what's going on with our Christmas movie selections, but I, I'm guessing they're probably pretty much all gone. Yeah. That's that's normal in a normal
0: year. Yeah, you, you got to get that Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer watched right. this year. There, there's some, I, I watched Die Hard the other night. There are Christmas movies that you got to watch.
2: That's one of my favorite Christmas movies, Die Hard, of
0: course. <laughs> yeah, of course. Die Hard, Gremlins. I mean, they're all yep. up there. Um, you have something that I, I, I know called Binge Boxes. What are those?
2: Hey, the binge boxes are brand new. Um, and you can search those in the catalog, uh, by searching for binge boxes and they're, uh, a selection of DVDs. Uh, so there might be, I think there's five or six movies in a binge box and they're themed. So, uh, one box might be holiday movies. One box might be, uh, military movies or war movies. Um, and so they're all boxed up together and you check them out and, um, they're all themed. It's it's kind of a neat idea. Yeah, we so got we got several of them, probably thirty or forty of them right
0: now. Okay, yeah, I was going to ask, like, what what the number on that is. So that that's a good amount. It is. Well, and I I, I don't want to forget or run out of time to ask you about this, John. Uh, we're talking with John Finn from the Lewis and Clark Library, and a nice surprise here. Uh, pretty recently, uh, our library was featured on Jeopardy.
2: It was. It was so much fun. That was uh, just last week. I think a week ago today.
0: How did you find out about that? Like, what what happened there?
2: Uh, a Facebook friend posted that, hey, your, your library was just on Jeopardy. And uh, sure enough, we were uh, the $600 question under the category, not so Wild West. And it was about how uh, we're on last chance goals where we've always been. And we're the oldest library in Montana. It
0: was a great answer. Yeah, they well they gave an awful lot of hints there. I mean, a last chance Gulch obviously is a a, a little yeah. bit vague, but you know they said state capital, and I mean they yep. did 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 the folks get it right? Did somebody get it? They did. Yep. Okay. I, I don't know if we should feel good or bad if it goes through and all three of them miss the answer or something. Right. Right.
2: Nope. The first person got it.
0: All right. Well, I mean that's got to be a neat thing for you. I mean, obviously it's it, it's fun for Helena and for Montana, but for you and your staff. I don't know. That's just kind of, uh, it's got to make you smile.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It was, a, it was a good Friday night for sure.
0: John Finn from the Lewis and Clark libraries with us on coffee break right now. And, uh, you have had some construction going on over there and it, for a while it kind of sped up with everything that's going on. Then it slowed down and, and now you can't, I guess, be open anyway. What's going on with construction? When are we going to get to see the library? Oh, man. As soon as
2: we're open, uh, the library—the construction's ready. The major construction is done. Um, we have some small finish work that some of the subcontractors are still working on, and library staff is still working on uh, putting stuff away and making sure every book is clean. Um, I go down every morning and I, I see shelvers uh, out with their dusting rags, dusting every single book. The library got really dirty <laughs> during construction yeah. because everything was torn apart. So there was dust everywhere. And so those books are slowly getting uh, put back together.
0: Okay. So at some point we're going to get to go and see this and You've got to see it. Um, what do you think? Give it, give us your review.
2: Well, I think it's beautiful. Um, I think people are going to be really, really happy. Um, you know, the, the areas that we focused on, are the areas that we think will be um, important to library users in the future. Um, We've provided great program space, um, educational spaces, quiet study rooms, but also some really wonderful places to sit and gather and talk and share ideas and read a good book. It's a really comfortable space, but it's also beautiful and um, just just very pleasing to look at. Kids are going to love it.
0: Well, I I hope adults are going to love it too.
2: Oh, absolutely! But I I think uh, the the new children's area is uh,
0: spectacular. Actually, it's really cool. That's very cool. Right now, you get to uh, enjoy it all. You're like on a uh, deserted island right now, almost. We we
2: we are. It's it's kind of eerie sometimes. We really want people to be back in the building, but uh, we're just it's not. We just can't do it yet.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, the library is not haunted, right, John? I mean, you you feel safe over there. Yeah,
2: absolutely. No, it's it's. (laughs) We all feel
0: pretty safe. (laughs) John Finn from the Lewis and Clark Library is with us this morning on Coffee Break. And we've got a couple minutes left with him. I want to mention the 12 Days of Reading. That's been going on over there for a little bit. But how has that been going? It's been
2: going great. You know, um, all of our uh, online programs, our virtual programs have been going great. And uh, people are really connecting with us online. Uh, we're trying to get as many programs out as we can uh, to to folks and still stay connected. You know, the big thing we have coming up, though, is the Big Read. It's our 14th annual Big Read, and that kicks off on January 4th.
0: Okay. So can and, we – do Do we know titles? And...
2: Yep. The, our title this year is Into the Beautiful North by Luis Alberto Aria and it is a, a modern novel that takes place in Mexico – but it's kind of based on the old story of the Magnificent Seven, okay. about a, a community that uh, hooks up with uh, seven people to kind of help save the community. Yeah. And so we have eleven programs, um, all online. Uh, you can check out our website um, to see what those events are. They're all going to be huge.
0: Yeah, I, I like the Ma- Magnificent Seven. is a fantastic movie.
2: Absolutely.
0: Well, uh, Yul Brenner, right?
2: Yep, I think so. Yeah, It's also, you know, kind of based on uh, the old uh, uh, Seven Samurai movie, the Japanese Samurai movie as well. Kind of yeah, the same story.
0: Yeah, Magnificent Seven back from, uh, I think, 1960? It's uh, Sounds right. Yeah, Ewell Brenner, Steve McQueen, Charles Bronson, James Coburn. Awesome. I mean, they, they, they pulled together quite a cast. You probably got that Absolutely. one there to check out. Absolutely, we do. Um, do you have, uh, before I run out of time with you, John, uh, holiday hours, obviously the building closed, but you you know, folks can pick up stuff. Does that change over our holiday season here?
2: Uh, the only thing that changes is Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. We're going to close at three o'clock on those days.
0: Okay. But the days around that people can still get, uh, online and reserve and, and go down there and pick up.
2: Absolutely. Uh, So we close at 3 on Christmas Eve, closed on Christmas Day. We'll open again on Saturday and Sunday. Same thing for New Year's and New Year's Eve.
0: Okay. So folks can still get their holiday reading in. There's lots of great stuff going on at the Lewis and Clark Library. You've even been sending out writing prompts for uh, folks to write short stories. Yep.
2: Uh, We we just saw that this morning on Facebook. And so, yeah, uh, last month was Novel Writing Month, and now we're uh, looking at short stories.
0: Yeah, there's so much. There's always, even with the building closed, there's always something happening at the Lewis and Clark Library. We're super busy still. Yeah, so get online, check it out. There's lots of great options out there. John, thanks so much for taking time with us this morning.
2: Thanks, Troy. Have a
0: happy holiday. Yeah, you as well. That's all the time we have for Coffee Break this morning. Thanks again to John Finn out at the Lewis & Clark Library and Kurt Sinis for uh, chatting with us about his sports calendar. Once again, you can go and check him out uh, later today, I believe at 4 o'clock and then tomorrow out at Buzz Boutique. You can get your hands on one of those calendars. That's it for this week. We'll see you back here again on Monday.